This is the TJ Show, and how about that? It's Thursday, January 18th, 2024. See, this year is already almost over. <laughs> it's happening fast, isn't it, Jabo? Now, mm-hmm. Jabo currently has water inside of her mouth, mm-hmm. and she's pursing her lips. I think she's about to swallow a drink she just took, and there it is. It goes down. <laughs> So refreshing. Did I catch you at a bad time? You did. I'm sorry. Mid-sip. It's all good. What kind of liquid are you drinking today? It's just agua. Really? Yeah. Tap water. Tap water? Did you get it from the sink down the hall? Nope. I got it from my house. Oh, good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. You uh, have a little chlorine taste in your water, or is it nice and pure? I think my body's just used to it. Yeah. So, you know. That's why I'm so strong. All these strong bones from that tap water. One of uh, my big turnoffs at a restaurant is when they bring you tap water and it's got that chlorine hint. Yeah. For some reason, I can tell when I'm at a restaurant, I'm like, mm, yeah. this is tap. I think sometimes the servers are putting a little extra in just to <laughs> see how I react because, you know, it's almost like taking a shot of something, right? Yeah. You know, you ever it's take strong. a shot of whiskey or you take a sip and you're like, Ugh, mm-hmm. and your, your lip kind of goes up back to the side. It hits you in the throat. You're like, yeah. <laughs> Right. I think I'm I'm cleaner inside because of that one restaurant we went to. Oh, remember for that? sure. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I did something. And uh, yeah, I've been feeling better than ever, although I don't recommend it. I love a good filtration system. You know, I could. This is something you may not know about me. I could spend an entire show talking about how I love water filtration systems. Oh, gosh. Can we please not do that? That'd be I, the most boring <laughs> show in the world. This is a true story. I love them so much because I'm fascinated by how they work. They take water from the ground and they polish it up with all these minerals. I love it so much and I was so thankful to the people that installed my water filtration system. They reached out to me and they said, would you be willing to speak to our employees? <laughs> and I said, sure, no problem. So they said, well, here's what we want to do. We want to call you the boss and call you up. And then here I am, this person they'd never met before, and their boss was their customer. And so I said, yes, I would love to do that. So I dressed up in a suit and I showed up into this employee. Are you this being is, legit? This is a real story. This employee onboarding ceremony that they had, all new employees, and I'm just sitting in the back. Everyone's kind of peeking over their shoulder like, who is this guy? Right, never seen this dude before. And sure enough, the guy who installed my system, he goes, all right, and now I'd like to introduce you to the big boss. And I walk up there and I had a whole speech plan and I go, I am the customer. And they're all like, oh! Oh my goodness. And I, I just took the time to encourage them and say, you know, I really love what you guys do and my family is actually blessed by this water filtration system. It sounds so, like a fun company to work for. It really is. And uh, those are the types of things you can do when you strike up conversations with random people and you act interested in what they're doing. Like, I was really legitimately interested, more so than, I guess, any other customer in the history of their <laughs> customer base. <laughs> and I actually had a lot of fun with that. I was like, hey, if you ever need me to do that surprise again, I'm down. Other customers are like, as long as the water tastes good, I could care less. I don't care. <laughs> I know, but I love getting into these conversations. with. I've learned so much about that. That guy who installed my system. Yes, Kenny. You should have fired a few people before the big reveal. <laughs> have some fun with it. Oh, I know. Actually, they gave me a free tumbler for that. And I was very grateful. It was, <laughs> That's uh, all you got, huh? It was a Yeti. So, you know, it was like so 2021. Oh. So. Yeah. Now I've got my Stanley. <laughs> Jabo. What's up, TJ? You love your mom. I love, love my mom. We all love our moms most of the time. I mean, I always love my mom. No, I always love my mom, but some relationships are tough. I get it. And we're very fortunate that we love our mamas. Yes. But every once in a while, even our mamas, who we love, they could, uh, I don't know if the word is irritate us or... No, that's the word. That's the word. Can Mm -hmm. you explain what's happening? My mom, once again, I love my mom. Every once in a while, 
I'll get a notification from Facebook, and I'm barely ever on Facebook. And it's usually from my mom. It's because she tags me on random things she sees on the book. And it's a public tagging. Yes. So she could send it to you privately. She could. But is she it that she, not to. she doesn't know how? Or she I chooses. don't know. Everyone's seeing what your mom is tagging Everyone. you on. And then people are getting alerts. And so you finally decided, I think it's time to address this. Right. And you did. And so you've got your little app that you use. What is this thing called? Marco? Marco Polo. It's like a video chatting app. So you send her this. Hey, Mom, are you aware that you're tagging me on posts on Facebook? Is that on purpose? Mm, Good. Maybe she doesn't know. Right. I tag you on some stuff, but not all the time. (laughs) Very short, quick response. Mm -hmm. No, Mom, it's not all the time. It's usually, I'm assuming, on things you want me to see or products you think I might be interested in. Do you know that everybody can see that? It's not just me that can see that. I like the way you're questioning. You're not accusing her. You're not assuming that. I'm trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. Right. What you saying? You don't want me to send you no more stuff because everybody else can see it? Who cares (laughs) what everybody else sees? I love the lack of care. She doesn't care what anyone thinks. She doesn't. It's a freedom that many of us long for. Let's just be honest. That's where I got it from. Growing up, my mom like, who cares what your friends think? Who cares? Who cares? And let me ask the question. Who cares, Jabo? No one. Why are you so aggressive? I mean, (laughs) I care. Besides, I don't mind if you, you know, send them to me. Like, have you heard of um, DM? Like, direct messaging? Yeah, maybe she didn't know that you could send a private message. Yeah, I heard of that, but I didn't think I had to be so, you know, discreet (laughs) when I'm sharing something I think is interesting. Yeah, she's happy to show the world (laughs) that she's interacting with her daughter. I mean, that's wonderful. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Some of the things are interesting. Some of the things seem like stuff that's generated from AI and possibly not real. And then I feel like if you tag me on it, then people are going to think that I believe that it's real. And then, you know, that's bad press for me. Are you afraid that people are going to see you as the conspiracy theory family? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Leave me out of that. No, but some conspiracy theories are true and they wind up becoming true. Yeah, in the documentary 10 years later. Right. So you're just ahead of the curve, Jay. Well, (laughs) so is your mom. I won't tag you no more. <laughs> okay? My mom does the same oh, thing. That's so annoying. That mom guilt, that passive aggressiveness. Stop it. It just goes right to the extreme. Yes. I don't ever put your, I only put your name on stuff that I want you to see, like the ring and stuff like that. But everything else, I just share. I don't put nobody's name on it. No, I'm not saying you can't tag me. I'm just saying you can just send me a direct message, a private message. That's all I'm saying. Send it to my DMs. You know what I'm saying? Just go ahead and slide in there. Okay, baby. Love you. I love you more, mommy. Good night. So much love there. Yeah, I love my mom. And no confusion whatsoever. No, she knows exactly what she's doing. She wants to Mm -hmm. show the world what she's sharing with you. And honestly, it's probably just easier. And guess what? Who cares? She don't care. She don't care who sees it. You know, you've inspired me, Jabo. I think I have to have a conversation with my mother. My dad and I have the same name, but my dad's not on Facebook. So if my mom wants to tag a picture of my dad, she tags me. So if you go to my Facebook, you'll see several pictures that aren't me. They're a different Kenny. Listen, they're all trying to figure, everyone's trying to figure out how to use social media. You know? Just get off of it, Ma. We work with a guy named Scotty, and he works out of the New York City area. And this guy is one of the most health-conscious people I know. He goes to the gym twice a day. He runs every single morning. Mm -hmm. And I'm shocked to see this video that he posted on his social media because he's like a social media influencer too. Mm -hmm. And he's he's out there running. It was 21 (laughs) degrees 
early this morning in the New York area. And who's out there running in a tank top? Our friend Scotty. Yeah, he's that kind of guy, though. You gotta Nothing hear stops this. Him. You've gotta see. This is unbelievable to me. Alrighty, it's Thursday. Let's do this. And he's not putting on a character. Like, that is who he is. When you All meet Scotty, time. like, you better not be sleepy around Scotty. Hey! Yeah. He's like, hey, TJ! He's got more energy, and it must be an incredible testimony for working out because I've never met anyone with more energy. <laughs> Guess what? We're gonna talk about cold weather training today. That's right. Guess what? Cold weather training. It'll help boost your immune system. Now, he called it an immune system there. I think his mouth has stopped working because it's so cold out there. <laughs> Come on, you've seen all those little videos online about people doing ice baths. You don't need an ice bath, just go outside, it's cold. <laughs> I'm telling you, his mouth is freezing. <laughs> Number two, you're going to get a higher calorie burn. Your body is working harder to keep you warm. Trust me, my body's working hard right now because it's cold. Oh, you better believe it. It's trying to survive. His this is body, what happens. his lungs, yeah, his heart. When people like fall into a cold lake, their mm-hmm. body starts doing what's happening to his body right now. Oh, look, Scotty's here. Hey, TJ, it's Thursday. Hey. Let's do this. Scotty, I'm so impressed that you're out in the snow and cold today. Yeah, according to the latest research, hypothermia is great for your heart. Really? Secondly, it creates extra well-being mentally because (laughs) you're overcoming a challenge. I feel like if somebody wanted to torture me, this is what they would do. Oh, my goodness. And I would not be well mentally. You know what sometimes I like to do when it's enough snow on the ground? Yeah. I'll roll around and turn myself into a snowman. I'm Scotty the Snowman. Scotty, are you friends with Elsa? Do you guys build snowmans together? We get swole together in the gym every Tuesday, J-Bo. Really? You work out with Elsa? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you should see my snow angel, TJ. I call it a swole angel because it's so jacked. Yeah, that's, uh, you must have a pretty jacked snow angel. That's right. Anyway, that's it. Sun's not out. Guns out. I'm out. I think he just passed out. Yeah, there's a truck in the background. The truck's probably slowing down saying, this is not, are you okay, sir? If the cold take doesn't take him out of his misery, the truck will. Yes. This tank top is made by North Face. Don't worry about it, TJ. (laughs) It's just a tank top that your arms are showing? It's a North Face tank. Could you ever go outside on a run and not show off your arms TJ, my neighbors would be complaining for weeks if I did that. Yeah. They always got two tickets to the gun show. Yeah, so Sun's not out. Gun's out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Your neighbors love seeing... Because you run around your neighborhood, they must love seeing your huge arms. Oh, yeah. You know what I do, TJ? There's a hill where kids like to go sleigh riding. Now, while they're all sliding down the hill, I'm running up the hill. Yeah, that's good. It's like Mother you. Nature's treadmill. <laughs> Yeah, it's a free treadmill. Yeah, you just slide in space, but you yeah. better believe the calories you're burning, brother. Please, I love you. Just wear a winter coat in the winter, if or you don't mind. at least a hoodie. Yeah, like, look out for yourself. Come on, man. Look at these guns. So you, are you, do you have a natural, like, you know, uh, like my dog has a natural coat that she wears. Are you saying your guns are your natural coat? There's so many layers of muscle, TJ. <laughs> right. I'm very well insulated. It's way, way warmer than like a down coat. You better believe it. Yeah. He doesn't need a puffer jacket. His biceps no. is the thing. He is the puffer jacket. Right. No, mm-hmm. like, this is the TJ Show. We've got some awesome friends, don't we? I'm out. This is the TJ Show. Our producer, Kenny, he's such a bowling champion that he was subbing in a local bowling league last night. That's right. Yeah. That's cool. You feel cool? I feel <laughs> the coolest. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm, listen, I'm a fan of bowling. I used to bowl when I was a kid. It was one of the only sports that I was kind of good at. You told me your high score was 219. That's impressive. In my whole life. Yeah, I've I did. never been good at bowling. That happened to me one time. 
And I was like, whoa, everyone was shocked. Congratulations, Shows you have potential. Anyway, Kenny went bowling last night, and he filled in <laughs> for someone. And uh, who shows up? His girlfriend, Allison. These guys are so in love that she's showing up to things like a bowling night. Yeah. And uh, Did I'm you know qu- she was going to show up? Well, I invited her. Oh, you did? Yeah. But the fact that she actually showed up is pretty impressive. Yeah, it's impressive. Worthy of some sort of celebration. <laughs> so Kenny interviewed her right in the middle of her showing up with a bunch of old bowling dudes. Were there any young bowling women there? <laughs> it was a men's league. Oh, it was a men's league? The, the only women that were there were like girlfriends or wives of other bowlers. But most of them don't show up for that, right? There's a handful. Right. Thanks for coming to watch me bowl. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. I'm really excited. You know, you didn't have to come, right? I know. I wanted to come. Didn't have to come, but he invited her and, right. and hinted. Cause, no pressure. Know, it's cool when, when your girlfriend's there watching you bowl. I want to see you do your thing. You mean it? So you don't think one of these guys has a chance of stealing you away from me? <laughs> no way. No, nope. you're stuck with me. You know what changed about the second game? You were here for the whole game? Yeah, I was. Yeah. You had a good second game? I did. Yeah, better than the first one? Uh-huh. Oh, I, yeah, so she was a part of that. <laughs> uh-huh. 182, 202, 235. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, showing see, off a little bit. Girlfriend shows up. Mm-hmm. Right, good luck, Charlie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that you're here, but you're welcome to leave, like, whatever you want. It was really nice that you came. Does that mean you want me to leave? No, I don't want you to leave. Can you imagine, like, a bunch of 60 and 70-year-old bowlers listening to this? They must be so over it. I love that you're here, but I don't want you to feel like you have to be here. Okay, well, I love being here, so we'll figure this out some way. You're watching me bowl with a bunch of old men. I know. It's great. Now, did they make fun of you at all? Because bowlers have quite a sharp sense of humor. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, this actually was a team that I subbed with last year once. Uh-huh. They had a, a, a nickname that I, I'm not allowed to say on the radio. Oh, is that the one where they called you a private party? Yeah, a private party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> An interesting same term guys, for right. that. Yeah, and same so guys. They're seeing this going on. Yeah, and so Allison, if I bowled a strike, she would clap, you know, and she'd do like the flat hands kind of girl clap. And then one of the old guys turns around after he sees her doing that and does the same thing to me. Like, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Wow. Well, look at you. You're a stud. Very well done, Kenny. Legit question. Yes, sir. Are people still Man. smoking? It's fine. You're straight. Are people still smoking in bowling alleys? No, no, no. Oh, okay. That's, that, that's I think. <laughs> Goes to show you how the long, the, when's the last time I went to a bowling yeah, alley? It's illegal to smoke, I think, indoors anywhere now. Yeah, yeah. States. Very good. Well, Kenny, I'm happy for you. It sounds like you're really in love. Keep it going. Thanks, man. Jay in Mississippi. What's how up, are you? Jay? DJ, I'm good. Uh, you know, I called you last Friday on my birthday. And it was a tornado coming through. Yeah, Jay, I remember well, that. You called us on the way to work, and you said you were a little bit delayed because a tornado was ripping through town, which is always so sad to hear. I'm hoping everything's okay. It sounds like you're okay. Yeah, yeah, everything's good. We had minor damage. And I just want to say hello to my crew. Keep up the good work. I'm on my way into work now, and I will be tuning y'all in until I get out of the coverage area. Jay, how did you wind up spending your birthday the other day? Well, on my birthday, my wife and I went out to eat to this local uh, place called Belazar's, and I had Cajun stuffed catfish. Ooh, you like a good stuffed catfish? I do, and normally my my dish there that I like is salmon. Salmon, yeah. But I tried something different, and now my new favorite dish there is... Is the Cajun stuffed catfish. Isn't it great 
to switch it up a little bit. And when you're getting bored with the salmon, you go, let me get another fish, but let me throw a little spice on there, mm-hmm. like the Cajun spice. And uh, I can tell that it really won your heart over. And that was all because you took a risk. Yeah, you know, because back in July of 2018, you know, I got throat cancer. You did, so Jay? I went through seven weeks of chemo and radiation. I still have a little difficulty swallowing, but I mean, you know, my taste buds are coming back. I used to love spicy food. I mean, I just, I just about put hot sauce on everything I eat. That's TJ oh, yeah. right there, Jay. If I could, the brothers. Let me. Speaking of, uh, if I could snort a jalapeno, I would, <laughs> but I don't because I know that's not going to be good for me. But I love spice. I'm a very big fan. Jay, I'm sorry to hear about what you went through, but I'm glad that you're on the other side of it. And isn't it so great to look back on some of these trials and just be grateful for the simplicity, the thing that we took for granted forever, to be able to swallow. Isn't that such a great right. place to be? And that's- so you keep swallowing. I know that's a weird thing to say, but Jay, you understand it. I mean, at some point, you didn't know if you'd be able to anymore. Right. Well, look, I, uh, yeah, I know. I've seen some people with the same type of cancer, but, you know, since then, they had to, like, remove their bottom jaw, mm. the jawbone. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it could have been a lot worse. But Well, this is, it I sounds just, like a tough conversation to have, right? It's not your usual thing you hear on an uplifting radio show, but I'm glad that you're sharing that. And thank you for sharing that and being willing to be right. so vulnerable because this is happening to our neighbor. This is happening to our friends. It's happening to our parents. I mean, this is just the, the nature of this world that we're in. Can I ask you a personal question, Jay? Sure, go ahead. Were you a smoker? I smoked over 30 years. Yeah, and that is how it ended, and I'm assuming you're done with that. Uh, that's right. I I, I, um, I put cigarettes down. Been over 11 years now. Uh, the reason I decided I wanted to quit smoking, it wasn't just because cigarettes was costing so much. That was part of it. But my mother was struggling to breathe uh, emphysema, and she was still trying to smoke and was on oxygen. 24 hours a day. Wow. And I seen her still trying to light a cigarette up while she had oxygen on. Well, Jay, thank you for sharing that. And thank you for checking in and giving us a call. You call us anytime. Uh, TJ, this is for all of you, but I love y'all. Love hey! you, Jay. Love you too. We love you, Jay. You have a great day. All right. All right. You too. Bye-bye. I always get so excited when we can do something that's great for us. And it requires almost no effort whatsoever. Great example of this was the other day, camera guy Josh was telling us about how good green tea is for us. It's been there forever. It's like one of the cheapest teas and just from drinking it, it's great for us. To me, that's low effort with a very high reward and and payoff. And I found a headline that caught my attention. Daydreaming improves memory, boosts creativity, and reduces stress. Now, quick question. How much effort does it take to daydream, Jabo? None at all. Yeah, Kenny, how much effort does it take for you to daydream? A little bit, because I have to distract myself from Netflix or whatever else I'm consuming at the time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, you're a heavy consumer. But, but it's still, it's very little effort. Yeah, with just a little bit of effort, listen to how this benefits us, just to let our minds wander. So for a long time, daydreaming, it was long believed that it was just a waste of time, generally unproductive. But now this study from neuroscience is saying it's a great thing. Ah. Set the vibe. Daydreaming happens while we're doing something relaxing. For instance, 
Einstein said he got some of his best ideas in the shower. What other places do the ideas or thoughts in our minds start to form? I always think of car rides. Yep. Anywhere else? Maybe a walk. Are you daydreaming right now, Jabo? Now's not the time for oh, it. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Did you say something? If you could pay attention for now, and then you could daydream later. Oh, okay. What did you just say? No, I said, <laughs> what were you dreaming about? Not being here. Oh. Well, <laughs> anything cool happen? I want to be on an island. Uh, not that uh, I don't uh, want to be with you guys. I just want to be on an island where the sun's at. Well, what I asked was, where do you find things just start popping into your head? Where's your best daydreaming location? In the shower. Yeah, okay. Anybody that's say I, shower? That's what Einstein said. <laughs> oh, okay. When it comes to memory... Research suggests that daydreaming after an experience can improve learning and memory. I've found that to be true. Like if I was just in, uh, I don't know, an intense meeting or if I just had a conversation with my wife Hmm. that like rubbed me the wrong way, I'll just sit and think about it. And you start to, it's almost like Tetris. Your mind starts putting together the uh, the puzzle. Like, yeah. oh, oh, maybe that's why she said that. Maybe I could think differently about this. I have noticed that when I'm trying to figure something out and I can't find an answer and I'm stressed out, if I go for a walk or if I find myself yeah, just go. watching TV or just kind of chilling, my brain will figure it out for me. Yeah, there it is. Daydreaming. For creativity boosting, the research says that when you daydream, the brain's ability to make interesting connections between seemingly unrelated concepts is heightened. See, people are like, I got to think of a great idea for this problem at work. It's like, well, maybe you don't have to think too hard. Just Mm. let your mind wander. Daydreaming has problem-solving benefits, according to research. It serves as a cognitive playground where the brain tackles unresolved problems. It also happens in our sleep. If we just go to bed and we're not thinking about anything, our mind figures stuff out. We wake up with a solution. I need more sleep then. Daydreaming has a protective effect against negative experiences. So if you're feeling stressed, a little daydreaming might help you relax. It's also recommended in the workplace. Oh, I guess you weren't too far off, Jabo. <laughs> sleep, that means I can go back to daydreaming? Well, then? I don't know if we should do it in the middle of work, but oh. if you could find a moment, sure. Employers are encouraged to allow employees times for daydream breaks to boost creativity and problem solving. Yeah, you used to go for a smoke break. Now, what if you went for a daydream break? I'm ahead of the curve right now, you see? that's right. You're an innovator, J-Bo. What's J-Bo doing? She's staring at the wall. No, she's daydreaming. Daydreaming. It's her daydreaming break. She's solving problems. So take that for what it's worth and try to capture a daydream today. This is the TJ Show. This is the TJ Show. Our news, it sounds a whole lot different around here. Our producer, Kenny, he reads through every story he can find. And then he brings us the most interesting ones. Kenny, what's happening on the planet today? TJ, did you know that there is a hotel in Canada that's made entirely of ice? Some kid built it? No, no, it's like legit. It's called the Hotel de Glace. Uh, it's French for ice hotel. It's located in Quebec City. Has yeah, this been no, I'm not going there. For a while? Yeah, they've been doing it for years. It's rebuilt every year using 2,400 blocks of ice and an astonishing 35,000 tons of snow. And it's different every year. Every year there's new rooms with new themes. For instance, I saw a video back in 2020. They had a Jurassic Park themed room with an ice sculpture of a T-Rex. And even the iconic Jurassic Park Jeep was the bed. (laughs) I had no idea. Well, how do you stay warm in that? Do people actually stay in the hotel? Yeah. So from what I see, I guess it's strong enough and cold enough for it to have like chimneys and fireplaces what? inside these hotels. I guess it's vented properly. If you're staying in a nice hotel, Jabo, and I don't I didn't say a nice, a not an ice hotel. First of all, that I would not be in that situation. But let's say if you were, would you ever light a fire inside of that thing? <laughs> if I lost a contest? 
<laughs> and I was staying in a hotel like that. I mean, yeah, I would still light a fire because I was so fr- I would be freezing. That sounds wild. No, it must it, be science, right? It must be science. I don't do science. I do radio. Is there a doctor on site for the hypothermia you're going to get from staying there? <laughs> Maybe. I did see from videos that people like going to bed actually like they dress in like full winter clothes. Oh, I would sleeping bags at all. <laughs> And stuff like that. But you are pretty well, like those ice sculptures, those igloos, they do insulate you from the outside temperatures pretty well. Well, I dress like that going to bed in my own house because my wife keeps it cold all year (laughs) round and we sleep in like 65 degree weather. It's not it's not an AC setting, it's weather. (laughs) And I am shivering if I'm not wearing a winter coat. I often wear a winter coat to bed. So the hotel has 30 rooms and themed suites. They also have an ice bar where they serve drinks and glasses made of ice. And if the cold gets too much for you, they have hot tubs and saunas on site. Hot well. tubs? Where's, Not inside the ice. Where's okay. j in the sauna room <laughs> yeah. the entire time? Seriously. Well, that's so creative and interesting. I yeah, have to really look neat. that up. Hotel cool. de Gloss. Can you link to that in our Instagram stories? I'd be happy to. Yeah, find that. It's uh, at TJ Podcast on Instagram. We'll throw it up on our stories, and I'm going to be clicking through that in a few moments. And shout out to my girlfriend who helped me with the French pronunciation there. I texted her. Hotel de Glace. Great. Kenny, what else do you have? In Las Vegas, it's now illegal to stop on... By the way, the- later, are you going to be like, did you hear my shout out on the radio for you? <laughs> Hey, I mentioned you, and uh, you hear that? Do you get something for that? Mm, we'll see. <laughs> I'm going to vomit. You got to try. <laughs> At least he's honest. No shout out to me for sending you the story? Oh. Oh, J-Bo. no. Okay. All J-Bo right. sent me the story. I don't want nothing for that, though. I don't want nothing <laughs> for that. You can keep that. Kenny, what else you got? <laughs> In Las Vegas, it's now illegal to stop or stand on a pedestrian bridge on the Las Vegas Strip. They're giving you a $1,000 fine if you stop to take a picture of the sphere. Well, at least you keep the $1,000 longer than you will at the blackjack table. (laughs) (laughs) Either way, you're losing 1000 bucks. Kenny, what else do you have? Let's say you want to bring a sandwich into work. What would you say is the most common way to transport that sandwich? What kind of structure Mm, would you hold it in? Either a lunch bag or a lunch case. My kids have hard case lunch bags. A little sandwich container kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like the classic brown paper bag, yeah, right? Sure. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, the brown paper bag isn't good enough anymore. Louis Vuitton has released their own version of the sandwich bag. It's made to look just like an old-fashioned paper bag, but it's not made of paper, and it costs over $3,000. Okay. See, this is, is, this is a great marketing stunt, right? Because who really wants that? But everyone's talking about it, and everyone's thinking Louis Vuitton. It's got to be. I remember, like... Two or three years ago, Balenciaga came out with a trash bag bag and charged thousands of dollars for that, too. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Come on now. This isn't the first time Louis Vuitton has done this. In 2007, they created a very expensive version of those plastic checkered laundry bags. Oh, see? You could buy that for the low price of right around $700. Yeah, I... And that's on sale. I'd like to meet someone who actually buys it. That's the part of the story that we never hear. Who actually bought it? Does anyone ever spring, even rich people? I well, don't think they would want that. I'll tell you who designed it. So Louis Vuitton signed Pharrell Williams, the famous record producer, musician, artist, to be the men's creative director for luxury fashion last February. So this was his idea. The bag mm-hmm. is made of cowhide leather. Oh. And it's the same color as your classic brown paper sandwich bag. It also is folded in such a way to look like your classic brown paper sandwich bag. 
and it has a blue fastening at the top to keep your sandwich secure. Oh, so it's not disposable. No, no. Oh, I think well, it's meant to reuse. Now that you've described the beauty, I kind of feel like oh, I want Oh, now you want to spend $3,000 <laughs> on yeah, it? Yeah, and I'm a fan of Pharrell, I and he too. makes me happy. But can we talk about the... Louis Vuitton Timberland collaboration for uh, for all's doing man, those Tims are fire. Like, what do they cost? Oh, psh, I don't know. I haven't seen the price tag for them. Thousands. Thousands. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're a shoe collector. Better get on that. Thousands. Oh no, I'm gonna pass on that. Otherwise, one. you're not cool anymore, Jabo. Uh, well, at least the boots are nicer than the bag. <laughs> That's true. Kenny, what else you have? Arnold Schwarzenegger was detained by customs officers at the Munich airport yesterday for not declaring a luxury watch that he was wearing while traveling to Austria. Wait, if you're wearing an expensive watch, you have to declare that you're wearing the watch and how much it's worth? This man is rich. Everything he's wearing was probably expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think you'd only have to declare it if you bought it at, in the country that you're leaving. Oh, I see. And I assume that's the case, although the article I'm referencing didn't get into that. But apparently he was detained for three hours at the airport. Mm. This watch he was planning on auctioning at a charity auction in Austria, which is set to take place today. He said he was never asked to fill out a declaration form. And he tried to pay taxes for the watch at the airport, but the credit card machine wasn't working. This is according to sources close to Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was brought to an ATM to withdraw money, but the limit was too low. Oh, man. And then they brought in a credit card machine from elsewhere, and they finally were able to get everything worked out, I suppose. But I'm also seeing that a criminal procedure investigation is possible for tax evasion. Uh, So they're looking into that. Oh, come on, Arnold. Come into the back room with me, sir. I... This is my watch. I bought it. I'm giving it to charity. Get leave me alone. in the back room right now. No, I, leave me alone. Break you, Arnold. Stop choking him out. I'm going to choke you with my watch. That's how every interaction with Arnold probably goes. Right? The guy gets choked out. What He's do on the mean? ground. I, I pay for it. That was fun. Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> You're welcome. Kenny's keeping us somewhat informed on the TJ show. 